Welcome to Women Rise. What makes me qualified to talk about how women rise? I am a woman living, breathing, experiencing. I am your host, Melissa, and this episode is all about negotiating like a woman, part two. So in case you missed part one, a quick review of the tips, because, you know, a review never hurts. First, never negotiate from a place of lack. Always come from a mindset of abundance. Believe that you do not need whatever you're negotiating for. If you're trying to get a better price on a product, really come from a place that you don't need it. And if you're negotiating for things like a raise or a client contract, come from that mindset that you already have other options and I guarantee you'll negotiate stronger. Second is come from a place of comfort when it comes to silence, right? Get really comfortable with silence. Don't negotiate yourself down. Once you set your price, stay quiet and let them counter offer. You'll be surprised how often people actually negotiate with themselves if you're quiet for long enough. The third is never anchor, meaning don't set the first amount. Always insist that they tell you how much they have budgeted for your raise or how much an item costs before you offer up your beliefs on the amount. But this episode is all about the pre-negotiation, what you can do beforehand to put yourself in a powerful mindset and a better negotiating position. The first thing you can do is your homework. Do your homework like your life depends on it. I love the phrase, fortune favors the prepared, because it's really true. You can never be overprepared for a negotiation, especially when it comes to salary negotiations. So things that you should research beforehand if you're going into a salary negotiation. The first is the person you're negotiating with. The second is the average salary for that position whether that's in your city, state, across the United States. The third thing you should research is what are the qualifications that are required to do your job at the company you're either applying for or trying to get a raise from. And then compare it with your own qualifications and take notes. I cannot emphasize this enough. (laughs) Take notes on all of these things. But let's start by talking about the person you're negotiating with. Things that you should be looking into, definitely their LinkedIn, (laughs) seeing their job history, any points of connection, maybe you went to the same college or you know something about their college or hometown, anything you can do to build your likability. There are endless studies done on this and unfortunately, although it's not entirely fair, people make hiring and raise decisions primarily based on how much they like you. So research the person, even if it's a long-time boss or someone you've known for a while, and get to know something about them that you can relate to or ask them questions about. Maybe it's something you also have in common. So when it comes to the salary part, though, have the exact numbers in front of you as well. You know, Note how long you've been doing the job, and if that means you should be asking for the top range of the salaries you've found. Whatever it is, just make sure that you have specific numbers written down in front of you. And when it comes to comparing your own qualities to the job qualifications, have some very specific stories in mind, examples of how you've stepped up in your role, maybe taken on projects that were larger than your title or out of your particular department. Stories are so helpful when it comes to negotiation. And again, take notes. I've literally never entered an interview or even like 
a semi-annual or annual review without a legal pet with notes. I write small so they can't see it uh, and that's my personal thing, but no one has ever questioned this or made fun of me. I've never heard anything but positive feedback. Even if they thought it was overkill, they really appreciated the preparation and the thoughtfulness that I put behind the negotiation. It shows that you care. And, you know, I hear from some friends actually sometimes that they're they're afraid to have notes or they think that will make it look weird or like they don't know themselves. It doesn't. I will just, I want to squash that fear right now <laughs> that having notes is one of the most impactful and empowering things you can do to go into any kind of negotiation. So now that's a good example if you're negotiating for, you know, a company that you work for. Let's say you're a consultant like myself and you need to negotiate for client contracts and how much you're going to charge them for a particular service. The things to research for that include first, the average cost for whatever you're offering or, you know, what are you charging compared to other folks? And then the second thing you should look at is your own experience level as it compares to those other people that you got kind of got your base numbers from. The third thing is the company anything you can find about this really. And then fourth, the person that you're speaking with. And if you don't know who you're going to be speaking with, I really recommend you ask the secretary or whomever you've been speaking with previously and you know that you have an opportunity for the contract. Getting those names is super important so you can do thorough research. And I always do a really intense deep dive on the company as if I were actually interviewing for a job at the company. And showing up to those meetings with that knowledge of not only the person, but the company I'm meeting with has proven to be a really solid way to build trust out of the gate and has honestly allowed me to charge so much more for my services because they want to work with people that are not random. They want to feel important. And if you can, again, build that likability, make the potential client feel important from the beginning, you have a much better chance of getting the contract. So the the overall message here, though, is that you need to take notes before and during the negotiation. So whether, you know, any kind of negotiation, having notes, doing your homework. All right. And the second tip here is pretend you're building a case for someone else and someone else that you like, of course. It's so much easier, especially as women, (laughs) to fight for someone else, right? I mean... When you're looking at all of your research, writing out your argument and your points, do it as if you are making a case for your best friend's raise. It's amazing how that little mental shift can do wonders for you. And it changes how strongly you speak about your own positive qualities and your qualifications. You'll find yourself using much more confident language and speaking in a matter of fact tone. You know, I would feel pretty bad if I didn't get my best friend a raise, right? And having that little bit of extra oomph when it comes to negotiating has a big impact on the way that you communicate. And ultimately, it all comes down to, you know, the body language, the way you speak, all of that. It's like the whole package. And this is one really critical aspect of that that will help you in the way that you speak about yourself. All right. The third one, bear with me on this one. The third tip here is to take up space right before the negotiation and then during it as well. I mean it, stand with your legs wide, arms stretched out high, making like an X shape with your body and visualize 
a light beam from the sky running down through your head and out your feet into the ground. It's impossible to feel small or scared when you take up a lot of space. Holding this pose for 30 seconds or taking, you know, five deep breaths in a bathroom stall if you have to, which I have done, by the way, many times. I literally do this before every single presentation I give, and I've presented in front of hundreds of people at events like IT Expo, Inotech Oregon, and the Digital Summit. It has never failed me. And women, I mean, we really do typically take up less space. That's why there's all the jokes about like man spreading, but they never say woman spreading, right? Because we we stereotypically take up less space. We sit with our legs crossed, our hands folded on our lap. And the key is that pre-negotiation, you take up as much space as possible. So yes, go to a bathroom stall, stretch out, take a few deep breaths, and then enter your negotiation. And once you're in there, never, (laughs) I mean never, sit with your legs crossed, your shoulders hunched forward, and your hands on your knees. If you can avoid this doing, doing this in your negotiation, you'll be able to speak, breathe easier, sound louder, your voice will carry, it will really shift your negotiation. And if you ever really feel the need to cross your legs, you know, during a negotiation while you're seated, just cross your ankles and keep your hips open, shoulders down and back. The more confident your body language reads, the more seriously you'll be taken. So there you have it. (laughs) My three tips to prepare for negotiation. Let's do a quick review, shall we? The first one was do your homework and show up with notes. The second tip is to pretend you are building a case for your best friend. And third, take up space before and during your negotiation. All right. Well, that's all for today. This topic was, again, a two-parter. So if you missed it, you can go back and listen to the last episode to get a little bit more depth on you know, some of those tactics that I mentioned at the beginning. And really, you know, more information how to negotiate like a woman. So until next week, you badass ladies, keep moving and shaking. Check back next Tuesday at 9 a.m. for another episode of Women Rise.